Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details five minutes ago so that's the issue we got to go through china and halfway around the world mm-hmm. before i get that signal back here so yes i went over to dt t, dtv stream direct tv stream which was formerly basically at&t stream i think and it's got valleys because why john i had to leave youtube tv mm-hmm. which you had directed us to that's right youtube did not have valleys well as soon as as soon as that, that very happened, happy with dtv stream for the as soon part. as i made the switch that thing took uh Took Bally's off. Yeah. And I told you, that that app for Direct, direct TV Stream, fantastic. So Bally's really? watching Grizzlies games you on pay my what phone, or whatever else. Uh, still under $100. Still under $100. Approaching 100 though, with tax and everything else. Whew. Like, you don't start where you were. It's, it's yeah, yeah. You know, where were we at with YouTube TV? 71. I want to say yeah. low 70s there. Yeah. So I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit more, but I get my ballys, I get my grids, well, and I get it on time. Right? I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to have to get the Bally Sports app. And the app. app works fantastic. That's the other part about it. So I can see it everywhere. You know, yeah. pull it up on my phone, whatever else. But yeah, you just look, you're, you're, you're going to look up, and you're going to have a hundred and two. What's this Tubi one? Is that one? Is that a new Tubi one? Is, is it a free one? Two, is it free? Yeah. You know, it's got the uh, it's got the T head documentary. Have you heard about this? This man said Tubi. Have you heard about the T head documentary? I remember that man. The man you used to work with, Gary Parish, I hear is in this thing. Oh, about Tariq Moyd. Y'all, y'all know who I'm talking yeah. about. The three point, the shooter, the legend, out local of Brooklyn, high school Washington. legend. Here, he was uh, the best. Maybe. I, Possibly the best. I had my man Terrell call me up and say, I got to see this documentary on yeah. T Head that yeah. talks about the trouble he got into after he ended mm. up breaking the record and everything else. But Only I think available on Tubi? Talk to talk to Gary Parrish and some others. Yes, I think he told me that it's only available on Tubi. So be on the lookout for that if you, got box, the, really. if you got free Tubi. Okay. The, uh, the, Everybody the, gets free Tubi. The T Head documentary. Now, yes. again, that was Fort John's time, so he's not interested. But T Head, no, I'm interested. 27 three pointers in a game, I believe it was. Yeah, I, something I, I, crazy. Oh, I, I, I be oh my God. Yeah, it's the high school record, and I believe it still is to this day. To this day. And then I, I think Gary went into it like a Nebraska uh, penitentiary and yes. did an interview with him and everything else beforehand. Because Gary was the preps writer when T Head was breaking all these records That's right. down at BTW. And so eventually, and then, so, you know, followed him through his career, all that kind of stuff. Wow. Yes, uh, check out the T Head documentary uh, currently viewing on, on Tubi, which I. I I don't even know what that is. Other NFL Plus benefits in the NFL Network shows on demand and archived in NFL films programming. Now, it will grow. It will change. Do you think, true or false, in four or five years, you will, as an NFL fan, have to have this app? Yeah, that's what, that's what they're angling for. Is basically, they're going to take it over. This is going to be all post-Sunday ticket control of this thing. Mm-hmm. And I imagine, yeah, in the end, we'll all have to have it, right, to get your to get what you want. Well, ESPN Plus went up. ESPN Plus went to ninety nine ninety nine a year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Which is still like, like I mean, again, it's really a no-brainer because that's where most of Memphis's games are, right? So many Memphis games are on ESPN+. Plus. Well, they had to go up because, again, they're losing yeah. subscribers still. 
Right. And so they've decided. Which seems like a weird business plan, but whatever. Hey, we're losing subscribers at sixty nine ninety nine a month. Let's go to ninety nine. I guess you're just saying like, all right, well we'll we'll keep, you know, we'll keep all the crazy sports fans that are already subscribed at sixty nine. We'll we'll spend the extra thirty to be on at ninety nine. Well, the other part of it is that, and it, this part won't stop the 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 television media rights deals, like what they're having to pay out now right. to keep. Stuff on television. Yeah. There's, there's, you got to rob Peter to pay Paul at some point. I have a so question. So whether it's layoffs or raising the price right, of something right. of, of their streaming service, That's right. it's going to be something to pay off all these television, uh, television media rights deals. One of you guys might know the answer to this on the Thursday night Amazon game. So that's on Amazon, right? Yeah, yeah. Amazon Prime. Video, so yeah. I'll be if watching I'm a John's Prime, house. if I already have Prime, will I get that, or do I have to pay an additional fee? I believe it is an additional fee. I believe that sucks. Because you'd think they would make it part of your benefit package because you're already paying that money. I spoke too soon. It is included. Hey, it is included. Okay. Look at that. It's but part like of you the have benefits. to, but you still have to like rent stuff. The reason why is because like you like yeah, yeah something something is something that's on Prime like a movies on there. Sure. You still have to. Yeah, pay I knew the, that. But but for but for my but yes. NFL game on Thursday, yes. I can turn on my Prime account and voila, there's my NFL game. Based on this one, yes, I like it. It is included. It is included with Prime. Okay, and see, then, I'm down with that. I feel like everybody has to have Prime. You, yes. don't, you don't have Prime, do you? Wife, you got it. Okay, so I, I, if you have somebody it, in your family, you got to have Prime. Right? Everybody's got to have Prime. I mean, I, it's, I, it's, like, it's such a great I've had, service. I've had Prime for seven years, Me too. eight years. I mean, I've, I've, it's just kind of been part of the, the thing. Yeah, because you just got to get you that two day shipping, man. Right? But does it always it. work? No. Right. Does not always work. But like the, just the idea that it might. Well, when I'm paying extra, it needs to work 75 to 100% not, of the it's time. Not, it's no? not, but it's like 100 bucks a month, 100 bucks a year, right? 130 bucks a year. But how often does it, do you not get it in those two days, percentage-wise? I mean, I don't know. I have to look into it. Sam gets stuff all the time. We have a box coming to our house all the time. You know, something for Riley, some kind of, like, toy. Like, I think pretty, pretty. I'd say, like, 70% of the time probably, which is fine. You know? I mean, you're going to spend that. You're going to spend 130 yeah, bucks. 70 is high enough, I suppose. Yeah. To, to justify having it, to warrant having it. Yeah. All right, we'll come back, do some respect burgers, and then Jason Fitz is going to join us. We'll talk about uh, the NFL with him, Kevin Durant, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 92 FM, ESPN. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Oh. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Best sports book in Vegas is now open in Tennessee. And to celebrate, Superbook Sports is giving you a $1,000 first bet bonus. What's that look like when you place a first wager up to $1,000? Superbook will match that deposit. And it doesn't matter if the bet wins or loses. All right? Win or lose, they're going to match that $1,000 deposit up to $1,000. So it could be $200, it could be $300, $450, whatever. It's your money. Bring the top-rated sportsbook in Vegas to the palm of your hand by downloading the Superbook Sports Tennessee app now. Earn free money no matter what. Tennessee, Memphis, get in the game. Download the Superbook Sports app and visit Superbook.com to place your wager now. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-889-9789. It's summertime. That means we get around the grill, especially around the summertime. Love the smell of burgers and hot dogs in the summer around the grill. It's just hot right now. Um, But we're still going to do it. It's our duties on Mondays. We give out Respect Burgers. Let's do that. Now, it's time for the Jason and John Show, Respect Burgers. Sizzling Respect Burgers, served hot and fresh from Jason and John. First, Respect Burger is going to go to the newest father in town or one of the newest fathers in town. And Brad had a baby. Desmond no Bain. who I was till I put on the mask. In all seriousness, saw the news yesterday from the Grizzlies. I believe the baby's name is Armani, if I'm not mistaken as well. Nice. Uh, advice, ladies and gentlemen. This will be an interactive portion of Respect Burgers. Advice for Desmond Bain on becoming a father mm-hmm. or on John becoming a young father or being a father who spent four-plus years in college. You can relate to that, can't you? Yeah, I did. I spent four and a half semesters. There four you and go. Half, four and a half Bain? years. Bain did four, right? Yeah, he did four. There you go. So y'all got a lot in common. What would you tell Bain about being a young father if you had some some advice to give to the young man? Oh. Don't postpone joy. I'm sorry? Don't postpone joy. You'll have to expound. Um, You know, don't keep saying to yourself, man, I just can't wait for when. I just can't wait for when. I can't wait for when. Because you'll spend your whole life saying that while not enjoying the little moments along the way. Who the hell told you that? That profound stuff right there. What books you been reading? You didn't even expect me to ask you this question, so you weren't prepared for this beforehand. Yeah. Where'd you learn that from? I mean, it's just part of the. It's part of my experience with Riley. Like, I mean, obviously, a part of me really like can't wait to like, you know, actively be doing things with her and like taking her places. But you know, also recognize that she's never going to be this little again, to where I can throw her up and you know hold her and the perspective coming <clears throat> from you is you know, amazing. I, to you, you know, I, I also think like there's some there there's really some some beauty in your child growing up mm-hmm. and, and 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 growing into society and becoming that right. Like you, that's a that's a blessing. It's a blessing to be able to raise a, a person from from who can't even form a sentence or a word right. into a successful and a productive member of society. I don't think we, 
you know, our, we tend to look back wistfully, right? We tend to look back and say, man, I just, I remember when you were so young. But I also think that we should do a better job as, uh, as parents of taking pride in ourselves, right? And that we did that. Like, we, like, y- your, your, your kid is out there in the world right. making a difference, and, and, and you helped. Because of things them. they learned from you. Right. Yeah. And of course, like, you miss, like, the moments of, like, you know, when they were young and they couldn't talk and they're, you know, whatever. But but I also think, like, we, we, we it's not proportionate, right, the values that we sort of set aside for raising kids. You know, we don't put any value in kids when they're grown up. They're grown up. They're out of our nest. Like, we don't, we don't put any value in what it took to get them there, though, and the process that it took to get them there. We just think about, oh, when they were under our, our wing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think we should have that conversation more of, you know, let, let's, let's as parents be able to take a step back and, and, and be proud of ourselves that we did that. About this beautiful process. Yeah, about this that. This day-by-day process. That, that, that resulted in, hopefully, you know, a, an adult who does the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, down the line. You know, because the truth of the matter or is, or who learns from your mistakes, right? Exactly yes. that too. That's you know, me, you that's exactly. It's not always like my the hope perfect is example. That Chris learns from mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. because we all make yes. them. Right? Yeah, we all make them. I, I was gonna say, um, don't act like you're perfect with your child. I think that is a really important thing you're you're pointing out there, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Many parents think that you have to model perfect behavior. You just want to make sure that they learn from what you're doing. Well, right? no, I know every day that I'm gonna I'm gonna mess up. I'm gonna have a there's I'm, I'm not I'm gonna, I'm not gonna do something right. I'm gonna have a shortcoming. But I, I really do like. I, I feel like we 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 got to do a better job of of you know because the truth is not every kid gets that right. I mean, no question. there are That's lots right. of parents that don't get to see that yeah. right. Yeah. Who yes. don't get to see their child grow up for one reason or another. And so I think when it happens, like I you know I hopefully Riley goes on to be you know a, a scientist, a doctor, whatever she wants to be. I don't care. She can be a lawyer, an attorney, a sports doctor. I don't care. Whatever. I will support her as long as she doesn't go to the University of Tennessee Knoxville. That is totally fine and within the realm of possibility. But if if my daughter gets there and she graduates and she does things with her life, how can I be anything other than feel blessed and privileged and honored in this life? That's it. You know. Like we were talking about it with uh, Keenan Lawson last week, just about his his yes. young men, these guys yes. now having their own families, being able to take care yes. of them, yes. and the blessing that that is, just being able to sit back and watch. Right. You know, those they came from you. Right. Let's and not, now they're leaders of their own. No, 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 no. Like like on TikTok, there's always like these accounts that say, "Well, you never know when your last time. That'll be the last time that your daughter asks you for help. That'll be the last time yeah. you're." You know, but that isn't there some beauty to that though, right? Because your daughter is growing up, your daughter, your son, they are growing up and they are becoming their own people, and they mm-hmm. are doing that. Hopefully through the prism of your support right. and love and that they feel uh, safe and secure to do that you know so i just feel like as parents you know let's also celebrate the growth let's not always miss the the old days we should enjoy those days while sure. we're in them sure but let's also like it's not over when your child gets to be 25 years old they're 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 still you know you can take pride in the decisions that they make from there and their own professional successes and things like that because the truth is you had some hand in that no question uh much respect to desmond bain on becoming a father like we said over the weekend number two this one goes to a veteran our name is merle purvis after more than 30 years on television 18 years on the fox 13 news desk Merle Purvis is calling it a career. She's the best. Final newscast will be on Friday, July 29th over at Fox 13. 
graduated from Jackson State University, spent time in Charlotte, New Haven, Jackson, Nashville before moving to Memphis in 92 and then in 04. I think my, I was talking to my dad about her yesterday. Worked with her, obviously, for years at Fox 13. My dad did. He admit, he'd, I'd forgotten. She spent five years next to Joe over at Channel 5, I think, before Hendrew came back. Then in 2004, she finds that home over at Fox and has been there ever since, next to Daryl Green, wow. friend of the show for a uh, for a long time. Uh, listen, she's been on some of the biggest stories. There's no question about it. She also points out she she shared the stage with world leaders from Desmond Tutu to Mikhail Gorbachev to Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton. So a couple of presidents in there as well. She's accomplished it all, including earning the prestigious Edward R. Murrow Award. She's won eight regional Emmy Awards. How about that? Eight regional Emmy Awards and uh, is calling the career at the end of this week. Want to make sure we tipped our cap to a legend Amen. in the game. Well said. Yes. Probably should have been giving her her flowers before this week yeah. because she is a class act and been doing it for a long time at the highest level. Just the epitome of class. Yes. Every time I've run into her, every story interaction my dad has of working with her. Uh, Darcy Thomas, who does a fantastic job as well, is gonna her role is going to be expanded to including those 9 and 10 p.m. newscasts now alongside Daryl Green, but wanted to make sure we tipped our cap. Maybe we can even have her on this well, week. Yeah, I like that idea. Who, who, by the way, She's terrific. it's not just the work she does, community staple. Yes. Like reads to kids, you'll find her at schools. Uh, that's what you want yes. from your from your newscasters in town, not just here to move on up and up markets, but folks that are parts of the uh, uh, of the community. And, uh, and Merle has been that for a long time. I wish her the best in retirement. Sounds like she's going to be pretty bu- She's going to keep herself pretty busy. Nice. All right, moving on. I, I think I, I probably do this every year, and if I'm guilty of that, so sue me, but I think he deserves it because every year he does it without uh, without any hesitancy. Thad Young coming back, doing the free camp this week down at Mitchell High School, his alma mater, obviously, and that's the thing to me. That's the key here is free. And every year he's got a ton of kids that come down to Walker Homes down there uh, by Mitchell, that neighborhood, that come out for this camp. He started it today. Again, it's a, it's a sign-up on-the-spot deal, register on the spot, don't have to have any money. Fifteen years for now for Thaddeus Young in the league. And, and, and I'll be honest, we're talking a lot about John Moran and the, the star that is John Moran and how, you know, maybe – Things changing with the Nike contract and how grassroots basketball could look different from John Mor- could look different if John Morant's got a team in this thing. Listen, Thad's a great blueprint to follow, just in terms of what you want in terms of guys that give back to their community, that make sure they do it. Look, sure, they're handling their own business, and in Thad's case, I think he's based out of Dallas now. Yep. But he never ever stops coming back to Memphis. Never ever stops giving. We've talked about this, John. It's it's weird. Memphians, we feel a different kind of way. It almost is with our guys that weren't Tigers, right? Where it's a, it's a little bit different, and yet they don't feel any different. Memphis is still home to them. It always has been for Thaddeus Young. And again, I want to stress, this camp he puts on is free. He does not have to wow. do this in year 15. Well, it's now going to be year 16, I believe, in the league for him. If I'm not mistaken, he re-signed. It was a contract extension, essentially, with Toronto. It's not all guaranteed, but it was a two-year deal. So he'll be back with the Toronto Raptors, hopefully in a good competitive situation for him next year. Thaddeus Young, again, putting on a free camp this week down at Mitchell. Much respect for that and for everything he's given back uh, to the city that helped raise him, no question about it, as a Mitchell high grad. And then finally, uh, uh, for one of the seven baseball inductees this weekend to the Hall of Fame, David Ortiz, big poppy. I'm partial to him. Never, Never was a Cub. 
Doesn't have to be to have my respect. Uh, Red Sox, great, one of just four players to hit 500 home runs, win three World Series, join Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle, Reggie Jackson. That's a, that's a pretty fine list of players he's on right now, having played from 97 to 2016. The others, Gil Hodges, played from 43 to 63. The others, if you notice, were mostly older guys or guys that played long before, hell, even me and Brad's time. Uh, but Big Poppy, here, here's the thing about him. Never saw a guy have more fun being that good <laughs> yeah. than Big Poppy, right? He looked like he enjoyed every day. We know after the Boston bombing, uh, too, he became a symbol of how uh, you're not going to mess with us. Remember the Boston Marathon? Mm-hmm. Him after that, you're not going to F with our city. Or, I'm paraphrasing here, uh, but became a face for Boston, a leader for Boston, liked, beloved. We just talked about him at the All-Star game. Yeah. And now him in the dugout and introducing players was cool. Uh, Big Poppy loves baseball, and you knew it every swing of the bat he took. Uh, every play, and you like to see stars enjoy it that much and not come off as, like, rude and I've got everything and that kind of thing, sort of like we've seen from A-Rod half the damn time. Big Poppy's the opposite. Felt like he always gave back, too. So uh, so a tip of the cap to him and the six others that went in. Tim Kirchin apparently went in on the writer's side of things. It was a, it was an award for him, so uh, he's sort of a side note, but shout-out to the uh, longtime ESPN baseball analyst as well, Tim Kirchin on yeah, that. What is Friend our- of the show been on the show before. Has he? Yes, he's been on the show. Has he not? I don't think... We had passing. I don't think we've had we didn't get Kurt on, this. on? I'd, love, uh, I'd, love, I'd love if we had. I feel like we remember his, his, his voice, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, I, I mean look. I'll check been a, it out. Could have been a COVID thing, and, and forgive me. What is it? What's the thing that he's got with, with Scott uh, about the accent, and he starts laughing every time Scott does it? Yeah, it's his, like his high-pitched it's voice. The, uh, oh, yes. I, thought it, I thought it was the Baltimore accent that Scott does or something and makes Tim laugh, and because of the weird laugh, uh, we make him do it every time. Uh, Tim's a lot more than just a great laugh. He's been fantastic on baseball. And as he said to Jeremy Schapp, um, he never thought he'd make it as a baseball writer. It was just sort of his passion. He was a fan of it the entire time. Uh, but he's he's had quite the history and, again, quite the resume now. So shout out again to the, the seven uh, the seven inducted into the Hall of Fame and as well as Tim Kirchner on his award. Uh, I'm going to give a disrespect dog to Rasheed Wallace. Even What's now? up with Rasheed now? Is he leaving? He's not going to make it to the Lakers, it, huh? It's, it's a new world, though, now, John. The uh, the the <sighs> operating thought is that he refuses to oh, still get vaccinated, no. which is why he left Memphis, right? Which is why they, you know, he would not get vaccinated, and because uh, the University of Memphis after that game got canceled against Tennessee, they said everybody that's involved got to get the shot, right? You got to get the jab, yeah. And he would not do it, and therefore he took a leave of absence, you know. But you know, he's like, oh, he'll be he'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. Next thing you know, like, boom, gone. I just saw a story that was like Wiggins regrets getting it. Didn't that come out last week or something like that? He won a title after he got it. What's he got to be so upset about? It says he was forced into it, man. He, I know, but he got a COVID shot, and the best thing ever for him happened. He won a title, but you, I mean, Kyrie didn't end at up getting cost? it. At what cost? He looks at, at Kyrie and says, well, Kyrie didn't title? have to get it. Why do I have to get it? Regret it, meaning it, he didn't, it didn't go well for him or something? Like, what is he talking about? He just says regret, regret of being forced to do it. It wasn't that he won a title and got to play. His whole thing was yeah, but they took saying, away though. some of my... You know, my, 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 my rights, my God rights to choice my rights. is his God point. Bless. And again, when you have Kyrie having sat there and never did it, he, you know, he looks at that situation, but hell, I tell you, I mean, back to your point, Kyrie ain't sitting there with a title either. You, right. You, you got he, he, I mean, he, that whole, his career has gone to crap. Nobody even wanted him. Yeah. I still wish I didn't get vaccinated. That's what he uh, 
said uh, just a week ago. That's weird to me. But, but you've got to do what you've got to do to play. I mean, Whatever, all, man. you know, jobs have rules, man. Jobs have, you know, schools right. schools have rules Thank in you. terms right. of vaccination records and everything else. So. Like one of the rules that we've got sort of in, in 92.9 is that when you work here, you have to agree with everything I say. It's just no, part of the mandate. It's, it's just part of, you know, like, and, and you follow those or like there are consequences. Just like if you're an NBA player, like you don't, you, you can choose whether or not to get vaccinated. But if, you know, your choice does have repercussions. I did it, and I was an all-star this year and champion, to your point, Brad. So that was the good part, just not right. missing out yeah. on the yeah. best year. The there best there year you go, buddy. Career. That's positive talk. But, but he expressed caution about being forced by the NBA to receive the vaccine. Yeah, like, look, just be, you know, like, like you can be an all-star and you can be a, an NBA champion. It does not necessarily mean that you're not a dumbass still. All right? right? Yeah. Like, if I'm not him, a public health advocate. If, if, if I'm him, like, <laughs> I am like, man, my life has been great. Right. I didn't have to worry about COVID. I got to an all-star game. I started an all-star game, mm-hmm. and I won a title. And I was, like, I was like one of the big reasons why my team won a title. Like, bro, you should, like, just focus on all the great things that are happening for you in your life right now, man. Like for real, his whole career changed as far as I, the, the narrative around his it what did. the winner he became, the role he accepted. And guess what? And if he had not gotten vaccinated, that would have never happened because he wouldn't have been able to play. He wouldn't have had a role. He would have gotten outcast like Kyrie. And we can get into the the ins and outs of that. We, I mean, we, we, they had the same thing as the Nets where you couldn't play correct. there, yes. right? So yes. technically, he'd have played on the road yes. theoretically. Yes, yeah. but look yeah. what that did to the Brooklyn Nets. No, we saw it didn't. You know, it didn't work out. No, I mean, they, 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 they weren't built them. around him the same way, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. still, I, no, you're you're right. This story doesn't happen if he's not out there, and it this year changed right. his career. It did. I think I think he should have an attitude of gratitude. Wow. Well, I mean, he did some of it too. You know, it wasn't just handed to him. I understand. He had that. to go out there and average those nine, ten rebounds right. as well. But you made it like, look, we all make uh, business Pastner. decisions. What was the attitude of gratitude? Yeah. I'm talking to Josh Pastner. We all here. make business decisions, do we not? And and it seems like that one was a very shrewd business decision. So to say that you regret it seems stupid to me, but. Whatever. All right, we'll come back. Jason Fitz is going to join us. We'll talk to him about the NFL, Kevin Durant, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 99 FM, ESPN. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places well working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like t-mobile we have america's largest 5g network so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop 
We have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. You love him. This is great Jason Fitz. Catch him on Spain and Fitz. Catch him everywhere on ESPN. Joins us every Monday. And he joins us now. Hello, Fitz. What's up, man? Living that dream. We're almost to football season. Thank glory be to God. Yes. 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 Only seven Sundays, I think, was the uh it's funny. Like we just like, all right, only seven. Like we can kind of start to see it now. So we'll start like pumping it up. You know what I mean? Of course. Uh, it, it's and even remember. Every year, people are going to tell you preseason football stinks. I'm just going to remind you that most of us will still sit down and watch our favorite team, even in a preseason game. So let's just yeah. go. Let's just embrace it and get ready for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess uh, you know we, we'll start there, right? Uh, I, I will tell you, I will share a, a very real concern that I am starting to have, uh, and I'm curious as to whether or not you share it. Um, I think the Raiders are getting too much hype. I'm a little nervous by how many people are sort of trying to be out in front on – how good the Raiders are going to be, despite the fact that they are the favorites to finish last in the AFC West. Is that a product of that? Like, are those two things related? People are trying to look smart because everybody thinks the Raiders are going to finish last in a very difficult division. So they say, oh, watch out for the Raiders. Is that sort of what's going on there? No, I think that there's a genuine sort of uh, eyebrow lift to where the Raiders are going right now. And in that sense, part of the reason there's national hype is because Let's face it, there are national ratings to the company, the Raiders. Like, anytime somebody tells me they think ESPN has a bias against the Raiders, I laugh. Like, ESPN loves money more than anything. And, you know, all national media outlets love money above anything. And the fact is, Raiders fans watch, Raiders fans click. So, you know, anytime there's positives to talk about, it's going to be talked about. But the fact is, you've got a quarterback that is top half of the league, wherever that is, with the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. And, arguably, what, the second or third best tight end and the second or third best slot receiver. The NFL loves offense, right? Fan, like, media loves offense. This offense is going to be a top three offense in the NFL this year, I believe. So I think the hype is, is real. I think the Raiders, where they finish in the division doesn't really matter. The fact is the Raiders should expect a, a, a playoff berth this year, and then what can they do with it once they get there? I think the Raiders, Chargers, and Chiefs all have a realistic spot at the playoffs. And if any of them miss it, then it's going to be a wild disappointment. So is it three, is it four teams, Fitzy, that you could see? I mean, and, and listen, I'm not hating on the Raiders at all. With that offense, I think you could explode, and it could be a monster season, particularly on the other side of the ball if you're able to get the pressure up front that, you, that you're wanting to. Are there four teams in that division that can win the division is my point. You just nailed out three of them. Could all four teams have a claim to winning it? Yeah, I think so, but I think it's a bigger leap for Denver than a lot of people seem to think. Like, That's fair. I'm, I'm sitting here looking at Russ, and I'm like, hey, yeah, Russ can put up big numbers, but 
everything else for the Broncos is sort of a little bit of, well, I'm sure that now it's going to be fine. Like, you, you've got to trust a new coach coming in that has never been a head coach, so we don't know what that's going to look like. You've got to trust that Russ is going to immediately just adapt to a new team, which, again, we don't know. So I think that's a bit of a curiosity. Got to trust that Jerry Judy, who I thought was going to be spectacular, actually lives up to that hype. All the teams in the division have question marks around the offensive lineman or line. So I, I think there's just more question marks with Denver to me than the rest. And as long as there are more question marks, then it's hard for me to see them winning the division. But I do think that Denver could absolutely be a playoff team. The hard part is that, I don't want to disrespect the AFC North. And the fact is, mm-hmm. the AFC North has multiple teams that look like they're playoff worthy. So it is a wild conference. What about Kansas City? <clears throat> I know like they have Mahomes, and so that's sort of the default. But, I mean, how much of a loss do you think Tyreek Hill is slash will be for them? I think losing Tyreek Hill costs you multiple games this year. And that's because of the way that he's defended, right? I mean... Frankly, when you look at the way that teams defend Tyreek, it allows guys like Kelsey to get more open. It it allows for mismatches all over the rest of the field. They're not going to have that. So now you put even more pressure on Mahomes to create. I I believe in the greatness of Mahomes, but at some point you also have to look at it and say, how much you put and how much burden are you putting on your quarterback? And I think the answer is too much, you know. So for me, I I look at at the the Chiefs as a team that, frankly, I would have seen as a, you know, 12-win team with Tyreek Hill. Now they're a 9-10 win team that's going to struggle to win the division. Who do you like in the North? You mentioned how competitive it is, too, in the AFC North. In terms of the Jason Fitz favorite going in, who is it? Yeah, look, I think we're underselling Baltimore still. Uh, No team lost more games to injury last year than the Baltimore Ravens uh, across the board, including all of their running back room. We we almost forget before week one, right? So Mm -hmm. I think the Ravens are are poised to make a big, big, big statement. I think the, the Bengals last year, as great as they were, there is a little bit of, man, some years you're kissed by the love of luck, right? And, you know, they, they did it. They upgraded their biggest weakness, which is offensive line, so we know that. I, I think both of those teams look like double-digit win teams to me. I don't believe in the Steelers because, frankly, I think they don't have a quarterback at all uh, in that room. So then that only leaves the Browns as a question. If you've got Deshaun Watson for half the season, then the Browns are going to be wildly difficult to beat. So that's why I think it's going to be tough. Like There's going to be a 10-win team that misses the playoffs this year that is really stinking good because there's just too much greatness. And then you got to look across the board and remind yourself that Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Ty, uh, Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. Like, I'm listing quarterbacks that are going to be in the AFC for the next yep. decade, right? So I, I just I think that the AFC is about to be the wildest period of football we've seen in a long time. Which sets it all up for everything you just laid out for the for the West and the North, that it feels like you better win your division if you are the Titans or you are the Colts because the wild card, a wild card coming out of that division seems slim with everything else we've got in the AFC. You agree? Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that road suffer for the Titans than it was a year ago. I'm, I'm completely down on the Titans. I mean, I will be – and look, we can record this and play it back for me at the end of the year because God knows I've been wrong and – We'll always admit it. I think the Titans take a, a sharp dive down. Uh, the, the loss of A.J. Brown makes no sense to me, and I can't get over it. I, you've just made everything more difficult for the one offensive weapon you have, which is Derrick Henry. So now that you've made everything more difficult for him and you've put more pressure on Ryan Tannehill, I just I have a hard time finding the path. I don't believe in their offensive coordinator. I don't believe in their offense. I don't believe that they can score the way the rest of the, the conference can. I, 
I think the Titans are going to wake up just a little bit behind everybody else, which is enough to stagger them down to an 8-9 win team. And an 8-9 win team is not going to make the playoffs from that from that division this year. I think the Colts are in a really nice situation, and the t- Titans are not. I don't disagree at all. We're talking to uh, Jason Fitz here on the show, joining us every single Wednesday. On sort of on the uh, on the same wavelength, there 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 are a few quarterbacks that that really have to prove themselves this year. Whether it's Tannehill, whether it's Jalen Hurts, whether it's Tua, um, and I'm sure there are some others. Baker Mayfield. You know, of those four, of of the sort of quarterbacks who it feels like this is their last year to really prove it. And Jalen Hurts, you feel like it shouldn't be, but he's in Philly, and and they do things differently there. Who do you feel the best about emerging from that camp of QBs that, that has to show it this year? Yeah, I think it is Jalen Hurts that has the best chance because he's got great weapons around him. They've built a nice team. And I believe that Jalen Hurts could be at least pretty darn good. And that's going to be enough to make this a difficult decision. Like, the, there's so much pressure on Tua right now. Like, I love Tua the player. I love Tua the story. I would love to see Tua be the successful guy. But, man, there is so much pressure in Miami and the Dolphins have shown you that they they are investing in winning right now in a, in a division that they think that they can go out and capitalize on. There is a ton of pressure on Tua. I just don't think he can rise to the occasion. I've already sort of given up on Baker Mayfield. Uh, I, I'm wishy-washy on Tua, but Jalen Hurts, with the, with the speed he has at receiver, with the guys that he has around him, all Jalen Hurts has to do is get a little bit better and he makes the conversation difficult enough because the Eagles are not going to be bad enough even with draft leverage, they're not going to have the opportunity to pick one of the top two or three quarterbacks. So, you know, I, I think that two of, uh, I'm sorry, I think that uh, Hurts plays himself into the situation where he's at least sustainable for another year. What about Jimmy G, Fitzy? Is there a spot for him? And, and would you want him, you know, as much as we bang on him not doing it the prolific way, you know, 300 yard, you know, game passer, he, you know, he, he wins. 33 and 14, I think it is, Fitzy, seventh best. Winning percentage among QBs with 40 starts since the Super Bowl era. Is is there a spot out there for Jimmy G? And are the 49ers making a mistake moving off of him? Yeah, I think they're making a huge mistake moving off of him because we have no idea who Trey Lance is actually yep. going to be. And when I got a roster that can win a Super Bowl right now, like the 49ers have a Super Bowl caliber roster. So if all of a sudden, you know, Trey Lance gets in there and just stinks, that's right. Well, now what do you got? Like, I, you can afford to keep him. I would keep him. Uh, and frankly, they waited so long to give this sort of, hey, he's got a permission. I think it really closed a lot of doors. I was stunned Cleveland didn't try and acquire him just to protect himself if Deshaun can't play. you know. But the only spot that really makes sense right now is Seattle, and there's no way they're going to trade him in the division. Right. There's no way they're going to give him that chance. So I think, unfortunately, he's, he's stuck in purgatory, quarterback purgatory, for the next year, and then he's going to get the opportunity to really rebuild himself. But I, I'll say this. The argument on Jimmy G has always been, well, they have to protect him a lot. They don't trust him as a quarterback, and he can't stay healthy. He was one quarter away from winning a Super Bowl. And this entire narrative would be wildly different if the 49ers had held on and beaten the Chiefs. If that had happened, how would we be talking about Jimmy G? I still think he can play. If he can get his body right, yep. there's a real opportunity for him to come out somewhere and be very, to me, Rich Gannon-like. Like, go to a team with a bunch of weapons around him, where he can have a second chapter in his career, win a bunch of games, and be the veteran smart quarterback that I think we all know he can be. I still think there's tread on the tires for Jimmy G, for sure. All right, on to the NBA. Uh, We're all sort of holding our breaths, uh, waiting for a Kevin Durant trade to materialize. Has not yet. Seems like maybe uh, there are some whispers that it could now, as the Boston Celtics, according to Woj and others, have uh, engaged in trade talks with 
uh, with Brooklyn here, and it would center around Jalen Brown. It sounds like uh, the Nets are not exactly super satisfied with that. They want more. Marcus Smart as well. Do you do that if you're Boston? I mean, do you pair Jason Taylor with Kevin Durant and sort of figure out the rest later? Do you think they feel they should feel the need to do that based on where they were last season? What do you make of the Celtics as a destination for KD? Yeah, if I'm the look, any team in the NBA that can acquire Kevin Durant should acquire Kevin Durant. Do the Celtics need Kevin Durant? I don't think so. Does Kevin Durant make an easier sales pitch to their fan base of like, hey, look at what we're doing to be aggressive? Yes. Uh, I mean, does Kevin Durant make any team better? Yes. If I'm a Nets fan and he gets moved to Boston, I burn every ounce of gear I've ever acquired in my life and I never watch the team again. You can't send the best player in the NBA, arguably. You can't send that guy to somebody that was already better than you in the playoffs that you're going to have to face for the next three or four years. I don't care about your future. You are saying right now to your fans, we waved the white flag. We had all of these all-stars and couldn't make it work. And by the way, we're going to make a team in our own conference better than us for the next four years. God, I mean, what's the point of watching a game? What's the point of being a fan? What's the point of embracing any of it? I think the Nets are exploring every single option because that's a smart thing to do in this situation. But guys, I will be stunned if Kevin Durant doesn't suit up for the Nets this year. I just don't think they're going to get any ounce of value back. They are asking for a King's ransom in return, rightfully so. you got the best player in the NBA. You ask for the best package we've ever seen in history. Anything short of a Herschel Walker-type package, uh, I wouldn't even touch if I was the Nets. And once the, once the Nets realize this and KD realizes this, I think we've talked all this summer about hype. We're going to end up with KD and Kyrie back with the Nets, mm. trying to run it back next year. Oh, I think that's what we end up seeing. And then, and in college football, the Jeremy Pruitt thing, Fitzy, how, how do we approach the, the guy was clearly a fool. We thought that when he was coach, and we obviously see it afterwards in terms of the way they tried to cheat and had the wife involved. She's a former compliance officer, everything funny, ha, ha, ha. But how do you adjudicate things if you're the NCAA now in a world that's changing? I'm not condoning cheating. They obviously did, what is it, 18 level ones. But how in the world do you do it now in a world of NIL? Then you'd be penalizing kids who didn't have anything to do with this. What do you do with that sort of mess? Yeah, so this, uh, if I were the czar of college football, there's an immediate fix to this. And the immediate fix is not more penalties to the institution. In today's transfer portal world, where now there's a suggestion, at least a, uh, a proposal has been made that will allow unlimited transfers mm-hmm. for kids. If we're going to get to that world, fine. When there's a violation discovered, instead of penalizing the school, you penalize the kids specifically and you penalize the coach specifically. Make them carry it with them like a backpack wherever they go. So if a kid's involved in a single thing that, that we discover is non-compliant, they have to sit out of here. If a coach is involved in a single thing that we find is not compliant, we have to start. We have, they have to sit out a year with no pay, and you make everything start at one-year penalties, and then it goes from there. So you know you put yourself in a situation where if Jeremy Pruitt had to carry with him, for example, out of this a ten-year penalty where he can't coach, sure. that's a deterrent for cheating. Yeah. If a kid knows that he's caught taking the bag and he won't be able to play for one, two, or three more years. That's a deterrent from cheating. Anything short of that, like if we're going to give this sort of movement and, uh, and and sort of gravitas to players and coaches that lets them do whatever they want, then we need to start penalizing the players and coaches when they cheat instead of the institutions. 
Fitch, you're the best, dude. Always appreciate the time. Have a great week, brother. Thank you, man. Have a great week, y'all. Yes, sir. He is Jason Fitz. Joining us every single Monday here on the show as we're gearing up for uh, for football. Yeah, we're still seven weeks away, but you know, well, it's, well, it feels closer than it's ever. Close. And yeah. it's in Oasis it, right it, now. It is obviously. closer than ever. Yeah. That is technically true. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users why good question why not switch to cox internet with two times faster download speeds than t-mobile 5g home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex (laughs) heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived spring spring is here which means it's the perfect time to get away in the hyundai you've always wanted visit the hyundai getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.